everybody. Brian Davis here. It's Longhorn Confidential time here with the gang, Kirk, Sed, and Danny. Boys, Texas is 2-1 and one, coming after the big 58-0 route of the Rice Owls. We won't talk about that because let's talk about going forward. Texas Tech and the Big 12 opener this week. The Matadors are coming to town, uh, have played fairly well uh, get, get under, under Coach Matt Wells. But as we all know, uh, the conference uh, intensity ramps up. I'll throw it out to whoever wants it. Uh, who you got this week? I got Texas. I think they're ready. I don't know, Kirk. You seem to be asking the players. You seem to think this game was in Lubbock because you were asking the players about a lot of hate, a lot of tortillas that are going to not be raining down on these players. Did you remember that the game is at Royal Memorial this week? Yeah, do you remember July? Texas is one foot in the Big 12, one foot in the SEC, if you hadn't noticed. So, yeah, I think these Big 12 opponents are going to have a little extra juice. Doesn't mean they're going to win. Whatever, uh, whatever. uh, there's, There's a little extra hate going on. You're manufacturing hate. You're manufacturing hate. Kirby Hocutt is not going to be on that field making tackles. No, I I think I think the hate will come out if they're like if this game was in Lubbock and they're going on the road. But, you know, I'm sorry if those 20, 21, 22 year old kids over at Texas Tech need to be motivated because Texas is leaving for the Big 12 Hmm, at a time when they aren't even going to be on the team anymore. I mean, this is. I, I don't buy that Tech is going to be motivated more because Texas is going to the SEC. They're going to be motivated because they want to win a Big 12 t- game and they think they're decent this year. But if Texas going to the SEC motivates this team, this t- Texas Tech has a lot of problems. On the road, they don't need it to be motivated. They're extra motivated. This is the same crowd here that made fun of me Arkansas week. Like, oh, come on, these Arkansas players. At Arkansas. At Arkansas, where the not, crowd was insane, game, it was a crazy environment. It was their y'all Super Bowl. Saw, this y'all is here all week long. Austin, eleven o'clock in the morning. It's I've the only the only frozen tortillas that you're going to see Saturday are going to be in that room where we get Mexican food. That's that's the only one. You're not going to see any of DKR dog. This is going to be taco deli. By the way, this is yeah, good good tacos, good tacos. You guys are taking everything out of context. I just said the outset. Texas is going to win. I just said that they don't need that motivation, but I guarantee you they're going to hear about it all week. And you guys poo pooed the Arkansas thing. They said, "Oh, you're out of touch. Arkansas doesn't care about these players. Don't care about that game." Were you wrong? I don't think I don't. Think I think we I think wrong. Arkansas. I think I Arkansas think, was a better football team than Texas. And I don't I care who Arkansas was in the stands. Arkansas was pumped up because their crowd was insane and it was a crazy environment. I don't think those Arkansas sure. players were pumped because it was Texas. I think the entire environment was insane and they, you know, got behind their crowd. Their fans may have been overexcited because it was Texas. And I think, like I said, when Texas goes on the road to TCU in a couple of weeks or when they have to go to West Virginia or Iowa State, like I can see the hate bleeding down and sure. you know make it for a crazy environment. But here, no. <clears throat> Real quick, real quick. Let's talk about. I don't, I don't want to. I do not want to jump ahead. But the news came out today that the Texas and TCU game will be at 11 a.m. Now, guys, I am of the very strong opinion that the Big 12 office is going to look to maybe, you know, stick it to the Bevos a little bit going <laughs> whoa, forward. Whoa, whoa, right? whoa, there, hey, 11 a.m. kickoffs. What is this? I'm just saying, 11 a.m. kickoffs uh, could be the norm going forward, right? So. We love, point, we love print. We love print media. To, we do love we, we we do love you print subscribers. No question about that. 
But to Kirk's point, and I think it is a valid one, all the schools that were jilted by Texas and OU's decision to leave the league, they are going to be extra jacked up, I think. Um, but to Seth's point, um, you know, Kirby Hokut's not going to be out there making tackles on that field. Raider Red is not going to be, you know, on the defensive line. Um, so the better team should win, correct? Yes. Sure. Okay. Let me ask – I don't want to ask the Duck this. I mean, because I really like this line of questioning, Duck. If this game was in Lubbock, would you be te- pre- would you be taking Tech to beat Texas in Lubbock? I'd consider it stronger. Kirk would be on this podcast going, dun, 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 dun. you know, he'd, he'd be he'd be having the guns up and, like you wouldn't believe. People are going to get a screenshot of that, okay? I just want you to know, <laughs> BD. So, yeah, point. I forgot about that. Field advantage in college football is huge. It's huge. Florida State almost knocked off Notre Dame with a home game. It's huge. You know, Virginia Tech knocks off North Carolina. The game was in Blacksburg. It's huge. Jacksonville State knocked off Florida State in Tallahassee. Yeah, I don't think Texas Tech is going to win. I really don't. So, but I just think, I think the hatred for Texas and the anger is going to seep through, you know. And uh, who knows with some official throwing a flag? You know, we saw the conspiracy. Well, now you're opening up a can. Now you're opening up a can. Sure I am. Well, you think, well So you think obvious. Big 12 officials may actually throw more flags on Texas because they're leaving the Big 12 than the other team? They may turn a, turn a blind eye to another team that may jump off sides or something? I'm not saying that, but human nature is human nature is all I'm saying. The Big 12 officials still going to get paid. Nothing happens in a vacuum. It's like R.C. Slocum told me once. He said, are there crooked bankers? Are there crooked lawyers? Are there crooked doctors? You know, I think we all know the answer to that. And he said, human nature plays a factor in officiating. You know, I I think uh, we all kind of. Take a blind eye to that. I mean, well, there's there's no doubt that Steve Sarkeesian is still looking for a pass interference call that was not uh, flagged. Uh, I, love that. I love the way I love the way he put that. He has twice now slyly, slyly he somehow, he, put somehow it in there. he fell down. I don't know how he fell down. Yeah, seriously, he fell, fell down. Somehow he fell down. Fell down for stuff. Let, guys, let, let's do talk about Rice for just a few minutes, only because we have to. Casey Should Thompson. We, do we need Casey to? Thompson, we do. We do. Casey Thompson in his first career start leads. Seven touchdowns and eight drives. He looked phenomenal doing it. The only off drive was when he got smashed on the second possession, threw the ball up for grabs, and uh, Rice ended up uh, getting a, getting nothing out of that. They got a, a deep into Texas territory and uh, I believe turned it over on downs. And so uh, Casey Thompson looked terrific. The running game was terrific, but, but it was Rice, as we all wrote about. Uh, but still, though, the confidence that they got out of that, I would think has to help them going forward, yes or no. It's always good to get a dub. It's always good to get a dub. And to get a get a shutout is even better against whomever. We've seen we've seen Holy Cross beat an FBS team. We've seen Jacksonville State beat an FBS team. So to, to beat the guys you're supposed to be, because we remember a time in the history of this program not too long ago where they struggled against teams they were supposed to work. So uh, took care of business, checked off that box and this is another team I think they're supposed to be by double digits, and I think they're going to get that done. Um, it, it, you know, even even if the opponent is not good, which Rice will turn out not to be, it will 
the right sides were still up by 10 in Fayetteville in the third quarter. And we couldn't say that about the Bevos. So, yeah, uh, they'll glean some confidence from this, but they'll also uh, put it in the right context. It was Rice. It, it wasn't OU. I think all athletes suffer dips in confidence no matter what level. I know Alex Bregman, when he started his Astro career, I think he went like 0 for 30, something like that. Turned out to be a great player. And, you know, look at Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure he's having a little uh, lapse in confidence, and he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. So I think confidence is a very real thing, and, you know, coaches want their players to feel confident, feel good in themselves and the coaching staff and and uh, feel good about their team. And that's probably the main thing that came out of the Rice game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's better than the alternate. You know, they did what they were supposed to do. They were allowed to go have some fun on Saturday night. When we were walking back to the garage, we saw some guys going out to go uh, ha- have, have some fun and celebrate the win. So that, w- that was fun. But Sunday happens, Monday happens, that Rice game doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's on to Tech, and you can't be celebrating it too much. But they look good in all facets of the game. Um, defense obviously got the shutout. KT looked good. That running game looked spectacular. And, you know, you just take that, take the good, learn what you can learn, and move on. Typical Texas Tech uh, air raid offense. Uh, they're averaging about 40, 40 points per game, well over 400 yards per game, 3-0. and uh, we'll, uh, Sark talked about this today. We always hear about the air raid. Uh, and, and most of that is you think of Mike Leach because that's what Tech is really known for. Uh, but Tech does run the ball well. In fact, a lot of, the, a lot of the, uh, the teams that we think of air raid do typically run the ball much better. So, again, I, th- I think this gets down to – uh, the defensive line has to play well. Uh, Danny, what is your, what's been your thoughts on how Texas has handled the run outside of the Arkansas game? Um, again, can we really judge uh, what Louisiana and Rice were compared to what the Big 12 will be? And that's a problem. We can't really say outside the Arkansas game because we have to say outside the Louisiana and outside the Rice game because as devastating as Arkansas was to this Texas team, you know, this Louisiana and Rice squads just weren't up to snuff. And so I think we'll probably get a good balance in the middle. Um, Taj Brooks is a local kid um, from down the road at Mainers, had a really good start to his season at Tech and should present them a pretty a pretty good challenge. And as you mentioned, Steve Sarkeesian was very complimentary of um, their, uh, their, their rushing attack and what they can do on the ground. So I think this will be a good – this won't be Arkansas, but it won't be Rice. And it'll be a good test to kind of see what this Texas run defense is. Well, I like to see what the pass defense is going to do, how it's going to hold up. I, I think they've given up one passing touchdown uh, in three games this year. And uh, Tyler Shuck coming in from Oregon where he started games and had some success uh, really helps uh, uh, Texas Tech its own sense of confidence. Uh, their schedule hadn't been very tough, I don't think. But uh, I think where they've improved the most is on the Red Raider defensive side of the ball. I think They've got like 15 transfers and a lot of them from major programs like, you know, like Michigan State and A&M, places like that. So I look for a, uh, an upgrade on the Texas Tech defense. And it'll be interesting, Tyler Shuck, he's, he's used to being on a big stage. So I don't think he'll come in here and be intimidated at all. Well, I, I mentioned to Sark that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that they, that they won 63-56 last season and he basically – Say so you're not going to see, you're probably not going to see that. We're two different teams this year, two different coaching staffs. Kirk, cut off your email thing, Kirk. And, and there's going to be 
uh, you know, the 38-18 type game with Louisiana is different because that's the kind of game they want to be in where they can control the clock with those good running backs, uh, Casey Thompson direct, directing traffic, and and not get into these these track meets. They don't want to be in a track meet. So they, they want to control the clock, control the game, uh, station to station, take their shots, uh, a, a 42-24 type game. Is what was what Texas is looking at this week, and it's one of those games where the running game still is going to be the the primary source of income. But like the Ducks said, it's all up to this defense. They're going to be better than they were last year because they can't get any worse. Yeah, Texas has won uh, ten of the last twelve in this matchup, including the last three. Uh, but that but that said, none of these games have have really been easy especially last year, you could make a really strong argument if not for a, a wicked lucky hop on the onside kick. Tech probably finishes that game up with a, with a victory uh, in Lubbock. Uh, let's t- we, we touched on this last week on Longhorn Confidential, but now that it is Tech Week, we should, we should hit on it hard. Uh, the news uh, was sort of leaked out there by Kirby Hocutt that Texas had agreed to play a long-term non-conference series when these two teams uh, do split leagues. Uh, Texas has not uh, said anything about that officially, which in a way is they kind of want that idea to go away. I don't think they really want to uh, do that. Uh, but Kirk, um, what is your opinion of Texas playing tech in a long-term non-conference series? Should that happen? I don't think they want to get wedded to something that far reaching. I think they'd be fine with a six game schedule moving forward uh you know i'm told by texas officials that that all these big 12 teams want to continue to play texas one it's great at the gate for season ticket sales and they got a chance to you know try to exact their pound of flesh you know from texas i think and it'd be good for you know state economy i think with texas future travels to you know uh sec outposts that they probably look for some more in-state games to make it more convenient for their own fans because tickets are going to be at a premium. You know, demand is going to go way up when a Georgia or Florida or an Alabama come to Austin. So, you know, I think they'll need games with Texas Tech and maybe Baylor or TCU as well as Rice, UTSA, UTEP. And 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 uh, Del Conte has said they still want to keep a powerful name. Uh, outside of the conference play. So, you know, I know they've got Michigan, Ohio State scheduled, and they'll probably keep scheduling them and Notre Dame and some of the heavyweights. So it makes sense to me, just not 20-year contract. And Texas will play Alabama uh, next year in a non-conference game that was already already on the books. Uh, Danny, uh, said and Kirk, Cedric and Danny, what do you think? What about this? Us, uh, what, 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 are you, are I know, I know. That us, was, or? yeah, you were, you, you, uh, you took the scenic group. What do I think about this, this Texas and Texas Tech agreement? Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for a little while, a lot, for a little while, but like Kirk said, I don't, you don't want to be doing it for 15 or 20 years. You want to keep your options open. And now that you're going into the SEC, which is a landmine, you know, where you're playing Florida and you're playing Georgia and Aggie and Bama and LSU, you know, you're going to see the Longhorns start to schedule some teams that we're not used to seeing them schedule, some Prairie Views, some teams like that, because that's what they do in the SEC. 
They schedule a couple of cupcakes because they know that gauntlet is coming. So you don't want to get, you don't want to be binded by this Texas Tech agreement uh, long-term. You play ball with them for four or five years, but keep your options open because your league is a lot, going to be a lot tougher than it's been in your history. Kind of wonder though, if you're Texas, what exactly are you getting out of a deal with Tech? Like, you know, they are a better opponent than a, a Rice or a UTEP or a Texas State, and it is an in-state. So, I mean, that, that has some stuff. But, you know, you don't need help at the gate. Um, anyone you bring in here is going gonna, is gonna to help. You know, this is a Texas Tech team that, you know, c- could conceivably beat you in non-conference play, which would be a disaster um, going, into, going into conference play just because, you know, Tech would be, you know, Tech's, you know, a lot of these games have been close, and it's a power five opponent so it's not like it's not a walkover like a a rice would be this past week so um i I don't necessarily know exactly what you get out of out of it if you were um texas especially from a long-term perspective unless you feel bad that you just kind of left them you left tech in the lurk and the horse is kind of they don't weird (laughs) um, if they did they never would have done it so like I, I don't know, business but maybe you know maybe you 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 schedule a home and home with tech you schedule a home and home with Baylor, I don't know if you want to schedule home and home with TCU. That may be too much for Texas based on um, recent memory. But um, maybe you, know, you I, schedule a road and road yeah, with Tech. You want no, to come to Austin? No, a two for one. Yeah, so, a anyway, two for one. They do those. They do those two for one. They do two for ones. Yes, schedule. I, I don't love it, but politicians. It, it keeps some politicians happy, and especially the ones that are from Fort Worth, from Lubbock, from. Uh, Houston for the rice and things of that whoa, nature. Whoa, so. whoa, 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 Kirk! Are you telling me that Texas politics is influential in higher education? Just a little bit. No, that, that much. Yeah, they decide some many dollars. Stick to sports, guys. Yeah. Stick to sports. So, but yeah, so I, I think it's probably going to happen. But I agree. I think they ought to spread it around with Tech and TCU and Baylor, maybe. But there, there'll be some Texas states and. Don't know if there'll be preview AMs. They might. AM's playing them, I think, their last game this year or next to last game. So that could happen. The other thing that throws a wrench in all this is that, as Greg Sankey has said, they haven't decided how many conference games they're going to play. They play eight. Nick Saban's has always pushed for nine. And at a source tell me last week, they may go to 10. They're even considering 10 conference games, which only leaves two non conference. So I'd be shocked if that happened. How would they? You? They like those. They like those patsies that 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 they fill up the gate and and win sixty two nothing. That's good for business. They like but that. Alabama. Alabama yeah. likes bigger, more conference games because more potential losses for Alabama opponents. And Alabama runs things in the SEC right now. The NFL likes money. That's why there's a seventeenth game uh, yeah. this year. This year in the league, and so m- money will talk, and that'll have a big big to do on how many conference games there are. Listen. We'll stick to sports. You guys listening, stick to hook'em.com all week long. We'll have all kinds of Texas and Texas Tech stuff for you on, on the site and be with us on game day as well. But we're going to wrap it up here for right now. With Kirk, Cedric, and Daniel, I am Brian having my senior moment, and we will talk to you again Thursday.